Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. If you ever thought about starting a podcast of your own, All Indiana Podcast Network can help you get started. Here's your chance to talk about the things you love, history, hobbies, vacation and travel, investing, true crime, love and romance, furry friends, whatever you like. Share your stories and start a podcast today. All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, distribute, and promote your podcast. For more information, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. That's contact at allindianapodcast.com. Hi, my friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I'm on the search to find joy and share joy. And I'm so excited to have this conversation right now with Jennifer Parker. And I met her because I had the pleasure of writing about Happy Hounds Doggy Daycare, which is a business of the nonprofit, the Alex and Alley Foundation. So I probably made that really confusing, but Jennifer is with the Alex and Alley Foundation and they have this really cool new business um, called Happy Hounds. And I had the pleasure of writing that story and then just fell in love with Jennifer and the work she's doing and the passion that she has for the organization. So Jennifer, I'll let you introduce yourself before we talk about joy. And I may ask you a few questions about them too. Wonderful. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for allowing me to be on this podcast. I'm I'm thrilled to be here and to be with you, and I love this project. So thank you for that. And yes. um, I am Jennifer Parker. I have uh, five children, and um, w- my husband and I started the Alex and Allie Foundation in 2014. And the goal of our organization is to empower and enhance the lives of individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities once they graduate from high school. Once they're done with high school and we realized that they don't have very many opportunities to work after high school or to contribute to the community. And the thing is they want to be a part of the community. They want to contribute. They want to be around people and they just don't have that opportunity. So we decided that that's something that we can provide for them. And uh, we one of our uh, kids has autism, Alex, he's 23. And so we designed this with him in mind. And we started, um, so it's the Alex and Allie Foundation named after Alex and his best friend, Allie Callahan, who they've been best friends forever. So it just made sense. And, We started with what's called the Hope Gallery. It's a boutique in Bargersville and our team members, our young adults with developmental disabilities run all aspects of the boutique. And so they make items while they're there, they sell, they greet the customers, they work with the money. So they've taken great um, ownership of the boutique. So the next project was Happy Hounds um, because we realized there are so many other skills that they can learn and not everyone wants to run a boutique. And so, uh, and and they have a special connection with dogs and animals. Mm -hmm. So we have opened up Happy Hounds in the midst of the pandemic. (laughs) 
which has been quite challenging. Yeah, I bet. But we we have um, about 40 team members involved in Happy Hounds that are working there and providing care for dogs that come in for daycare. And we always say that we are the happiest doggy daycare, our team members and the dogs, and the dogs get the most love of anywhere. So it's been a it's been a great thing for us to do. And your son, where does he work? He is he at Happy Hounds? He he volunteers both at the Happy Hounds and the Hope Gallery. So he goes back and forth. Um, he he really loves dogs. He also loves doing the lawn care. So he's learned since he's been there how to cut the grass and he, he makes interesting patterns with the grass, but again, he's doing work and he is just very thankful for that. And very productive and, and very happy. So that's great. Absolutely. Jennifer, where can people find out more or, uh, about your organization? We are um, on the web. Our website is thealexandallyfoundation.com. So you can find us there. You can find us under Happy Hounds. You can find us under the Hope Gallery on Facebook, Instagram. Awesome. And the article for uh, that I just wrote on Happy Hounds will be coming out in Town Post. I'm not sure which month, but uh, you should just pick up uh, Town Post every month and um, be delightfully uh, surprised when you see the article that um, I had a thrill and joy uh, learning about Happy Hounds and writing that. So thanks for that. So and we thanks for introducing. That. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for introducing our listeners to uh, the Alex and Allie Foundation. And I would encourage them to uh, listen uh, to this, not only this podcast, but also uh, check out your website and all the great work that you're doing. So um, congratulations thank and, and thank, thank you. you for the work that you're doing. So we'll jump into the joy. And uh, as you know, and I say several times um, when I interview people, there's no right or wrong answer. So that's the fun part. Um, but this first question is really around how do you define joy and what does joy mean to you? Well, uh, thank you, Kelly. I um, need to provide a little background if that's okay. Of course. For why I'm so honored to be a part of this um, podcast because my definition of joy has changed um, this past year. And it has been, it has evolved because February 24th of this past year of 2020, my um, daughter Hope was 13 years old and she's truly the person that embodied joy um, for me and for so many others. She was born with a congenital heart defect However, she, she suffered greatly. However, if you saw her, you felt joy. <laughs> she just truly exuded joy. And uh, she, um, on February 24th, she went up to take a bath in our bathtub. And that is the last time that I was able to experience um, having that joy with my daughter. She drowned and she was an avid swimmer. Um, we will never know exactly, and this is the first time I've shared this publicly, we, we do not know what happened, we never will, um, but it rocked my world. And I can tell you at that point when my life was completely shattered with uh, this intense grief, I never thought that I would ever experience joy again. And frankly, I didn't care if I did, I didn't want to. And so for me to speak on this today and to share my definition of joy is, is really part of the healing process for me. And I'm hoping that it can help someone else as well. Um, because if I, if I can experience joy, just about anyone can.
is, is, is really where my street cred comes from. So my definition now of joy is the feeling deep in my soul when I'm experiencing the world as God intended it to be, or as he created it to be, whether that be through nature, fellowship with him or other people or through creativity. So it's changed since when hope was alive. I've really had to think about it and, and define it for myself. And there's a couple things to note with regards to my definition of this is that number one, joy and sorrow can coexist. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that because if they didn't, um, you know, I have sorrow and I will always carry sorrow with me. So I can have joy in the midst of that sorrow that I have. And secondly is intentionality for me now is key. I choose joy. And sometimes I have to fight for joy. This is, this is a battle that I'm in to have joy. And then the third thing with my definition now is that gratitude must exist in my heart for me to have joy. If I don't have gratitude, then I, I just don't experience joy. Wow, Jennifer, thank you for sharing that. And um, what a personal story. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, you are grieving gracefully. And um, if that's even the right thing to say, um, but I appreciate you sharing that and, and opening up your heart to us and talking about that because you're right, is after such a loss and such a devastating loss to try to find that joy is very, very difficult. And uh, you won't always find it. You won't always have it. No, no. And as you said, you have to search for it and fight for it. Um, but it's important for you as you continue on um, yes. with hope in your heart. Yes, yes. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, see, I wasn't planning on crying today. And now I'm like, oh, what's my second, what's my second question? Um, when, um, okay, so when was the last time you experienced joy when you fought for it? And what was that like? Well, I mean, I, I feel like I experience small moments of joy quite often, and that's because I'm looking for them today with the sun being out <laughs> when we don't see the sun for days on end. <laughs> yes. So I went outside and I just stood out in the sun and it gave me a moment of joy. So that's, that, that's a small moment for me. Um, one of the more memorable moments was this year on Hope's birthday, and um, she uh, we, when my husband and I went to Florida to celebrate her birthday, we were intentional about where we were and she had to know her. She, um, she couldn't speak because she had a stroke during one of her open heart surgeries, but she was very loud and she loved to talk, communicate with people, even though she couldn't speak. And I was in her interpreter. So this would entail going to Kroger and we would have to stop every single person we saw at Kroger. She would go up to them. She had no personal space whatsoever. She would tap them or hit them or <laughs> say, hi. <laughs> and then she would reach out to me and ask me to tell her story. So I would then have to tell them, hi, her name is Hope. <laughs> she, she wants to say hi to you. And then she would tell them, I went to the dentist last week and I would tell them, and she was very brave. And then she would want me to tell them what kind of surprise she got for being so brave at the dentist. So we would do this over and over again. We made lots of friends. We made some, some weren't our friends. <laughs> it's always interesting how people would relate to her, sure. but she really didn't care. She just wanted to share her story and interact with people. So on her birthday, my husband and I are in Florida and we had a nice day 
went to a lovely dinner outside, kind of a romantic place, not a, not a place where you're going to interact with people. And during dinner, I became very, just a sadness came over me, started to cry. I just thought, this is so not hope. <laughs> it was just lovely, but it wasn't hope. So I felt this deep down inside of me. Okay, I know what I need to do. I look over at the guy next to me who's eating alone and I thought, oh no, please, <laughs> I don't wanna do this. <gasps> Went over to him, excuse me, my name is Jennifer. And I, and I introduced and, and told him that it was my daughter's birthday. She would have been 14 and her name was Hope and she would have wanted him to know it was her birthday. So he was very gracious about this. And then I look over and I see at the other table, there's a two elderly couples sitting together, having an intense conversation and eating their dinner. And it is not appropriate for me to walk up and inter interrupt them, but I do it. And I give them the same spiel about Hope and her birthday. And they just had tears in their eyes. Next thing I know, I sit down and I, 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 I look at the situation and this single guy and these two elderly couples are all talking together. And they are having this conversation like they've known each other forever. And I sit back and I watch and I think this is, I had such joy. This is what Hope would have wanted because she brought people together. That's what she was so good at. And they all, they all had joy because of this vulnerability, this just, just opening up to them about Hope. So I just took that as a, a treasure and I thought, okay, in the midst of my sorrow, I had this great joy. It was That's really beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, that is so beautiful. And that's exactly what Hope would have wanted. Oh, absolutely. That moment and for that, that for her birthday, what a gift okay. you gave her um, up in heaven as she was celebrating in a different way. Uh, but that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. So my last question is really around how we can continue to share and spread joy. And how are you doing that during this time? And how, you know, what might we be able to learn from you? Because it's so important to, to kind of share and spread that joy. To it is so important. And that's something that, um, again, I've had to be really intentional with. It just doesn't come naturally. And um, so I, I kind of have to get out of my own way in order to do that. Um, I, I, it's, it's paramount for me to spend time with God in the morning, um, to kind of get in the right mindset. So that for me is, is what's really helpful, um, to, to have that heart for wanting to share joy. And, um, it includes practicing gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I, I used to write down one thing that I was thankful for a day in my journal and, um, I, I could even tell if I hadn't been writing those things down, I could tell, P other people could tell. So it was really important for me to write this down. After Hope went to heaven, I realized I better up the ante with that to at least five things mm. <laughs> to really force myself to look at. I have so much to be thankful for, but I need to be aware of it. And so I started doing that and that has been helpful. And then the third thing for me was, uh, was asking God for what's the next right step. Mm -hmm. And I can do the next right step. And a lot of times I have no idea what, what that may be, but a lot, you know, it, it, it's as simple as texting a friend and letting them know I'm thinking about them, that kind of thing. And that is truly what enabled us to open up happy hounds after 
Hope went to heaven, I really didn't want to open up Happy House. And I, I didn't, I, I just wanted to really curl up in a ball and hide forever. Um, and so just doing the next right step enabled us to proceed. And I'm so grateful because I am allowed to experience the joy of these team members that work at Happy Hounds, that they have jobs and they're needed and they're wanted and they are truly making a difference. And so that's what's helped, helped with me of yeah. sharing joy. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that you are able to find joy and, and share joy. And um, like I said, I, I know more about the happy hounds just through our conversations around that. But um, I imagine the, the people, your team members that are working there are appreciative that you were able to um, continue on. Um, you'll never get over it. Um, Correct. But to be able Correct. to continue on and um, open up that space, that safe yes. place for them to work, and um, and for the people that have the opportunity to take their dogs there and to get that love and that care. So um, I am grateful for you and for your son Alex and and the organization that you've created, Alex and uh, Alley Foundation, but also your deep love for your daughter and and uh, to see where that takes you as well too. And and uh, knowing that she'll be watching from above. Well, and thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share her story. Absolutely. I'm glad that you did. And like I said, I know it's very hard to grieve and to grieve gracefully. So thank you um, for opening up and trusting this space as well, too. And I'm so glad to know you. And I'm so glad that you spent the time today talking to us. And I'm so glad to know you as well. And what you're doing, I love. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. You too. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.